This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We do have an impasse that's happening between the city and its outside workers, the local 416 with CUPE. And, uh, you know, when it means garbage collection may actually be halted, uh, you know, I thought to myself, I could always hoard the garbage in the shed, but if the Zamboni driver is not on duty at the Leaside Memorial Gardens, I'm really going to be flummoxed. Well, you really need that smooth ice? <laughs> yes. Really? Well, eh? they won't. They won't allow you on the ice unless, oh. you know, so this is where, again, it gets very personal. But I understand uh, implicitly what this this could mean with a lockout or a strike. And we're on the clock. The no, no board report uh, was filed by the city. And uh, that means 17 days. February 27th is uh, the drop dead date. Let's see if there was any progress on negotiations that resumed again yesterday. Joining us on the line is Eddie Maraconda, the president of QP Local 416. Eddie, how are you this afternoon? I'm good, John. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, so the talks did resume. Any progress? Uh, they did. Re- they did resume. And you know what? Uh, it's a good thing because you're only going to get a deal done back at the table. So I mean, sitting uh, sitting apart from the, from each other was you know not being at the table. You can never make progress. So being at the table is a good sign. And you know there has been some uh, some movement. All right. Did you want to tell us where? Uh, I'm not going to get into specifics, John. I mean, uh, I don't like to bargain in the media. I'll just say that, you know, both sides are back at the table, and that's where we need to be to get a deal done. My understanding, too, this was without a conciliator. It was. So that's a good sign, isn't it? Absolutely. And like I said, John, you, you cannot get a deal done by going into the media and putting out press releases and making statements. You can only get a deal done at the table in front of each. You know, it doesn't take a genius to negotiate a strike or a stoppage. Yeah. But if you want a deal done, you got to get back to the table and bargain. But it was the city, if I'm not uh, incorrect here, that uh, filed for a no-board report, which puts you on the clock a 17-day notice. They did this, I guess, uh, a while back. So we're... February the 3rd. Yeah. Uh, yep. What did that signal to you that the city filed the no-board report? Well, it's they're pushing the agenda for a stoppage. So let's be clear, John, where we started with all this. December 19th, the city decided to file for conciliation, which is available to either side. And on December the 3rd, they decided to file for uh, the no-board report. So twice they have walked away from the table, deciding that they couldn't, they couldn't go any further. All right, and so they couldn't go any further. I guess they feel like uh, this is what they're putting on the table, take it or leave it. What are these big issues or stumbling blocks, Eddie? Well, according, and I'll go according to Brad Ross's statement. He has said that it's a job security, uh, maternity leave, maternity leave uh, wages, which is rather interesting because we haven't had one discussion on wages. So I'm not sure how that's a stumbling block if you haven't even talked about it. But that's fine. That's just city rhetoric as usual. And I believe the last was uh, benefits. All right. Uh, in response, Brad Ross, if I've uh, read correctly in the media, says uh, what the city is really trying to achieve is cost containment on benefits, on wages, and all yeah. the other stuff sort of comes around to money in the end. But uh, cost containment, is he being unreasonable here? Whether he's being unreasonable or not, John, a deal's only going to get done at the table. We were sitting there waiting. Since the no board was filed on February 3rd and once it was issued on February 10th, we didn't get back to the table till yesterday. My bargaining committee was sitting at the hotel waiting to bargain with somebody. There was nobody there to bargain. I can't bargain with myself. I really can't. I read uh, a report that you're quoted as saying uh, they have over 25 concessions on the table, and here we are in a countdown. So uh, you've made concessions? The union's made concessions? 
as a union make concessions, you know, we've, the, like I said, I won't get into specifics of bargaining, but the last two rounds of bargaining, John, we have made the city more affordable. We've taken concessions. And, you know, at some point, you just can't keep, it just can't be one-sided. Bargaining's got to be twofold. It's got to, both sides have to give, both, you know, there's a little give and take. And at the end of the day, you, if you just keep giving and giving one side, I might as well just tell the city, listen, give me your concessions, I'll sign, and then, you know, I'll be out the door the next day. <laughs> All right, when Brad Ross says, for example, I mean, job security is one of the things you cited as a major issue or a stumbling block. Mm-hmm. He says, no local 416 members have lost their jobs to privatization, no plans for a pushed outsource city work. Do you take him at his word? How can you? And I believe his statement was all went one further to say no no member or no employee, you can say either or, with 15 years of service or more. So if that's the case, what do I say to all my hardworking uh, brothers and sisters who are mothers and fathers trying to support a family in this city who have 13 years and 14 years? What is the city, what's the, what is the message the city sending them? Thank you, but no thank you? What, do you think he's trying to grandfather out the job security? I, I, I can't speak what the city's trying to do. I will just say this, John. They keep saying that they want it to be affordable. This, con- this jobs, I will call it a commitment clause. It's a commitment to your frontline staff. There is no cost to moving the date. Zero. It does not cost the city a penny other than the fact of maybe the pen that, it's, uh, that they use or the paper that it's written on. And the fact is, ultimately, at some point, getting rid of all these jobs. He claims the city needs to be flexible. In other words, uh, if there comes a point, you know, prior to the 15 years having been logged, uh, you're saying 13 or 14 years, maybe people get reassigned. Uh, you wouldn't see that as being acceptable. Uh, I, I'm not sure what he means by reassign. But once well, again, that's my I'm word. That's my word. In fairness to him, that's my word. I'm just No, no, one- fair enough. And, and I'm not going to get into specifics, uh, John, but I will say this. At the end of the day, he's made it clear, and by his own statement, that he's saying anybody who doesn't have 15 years, you know, uh, thanks, but no thanks. And, and, you know, is that the way that the city, who claims to be a world-class employer, wants to treat their frontline staff? And are they really protecting public services here? Again, Eddie Maraconda is on the line, president of QP Local 416. The clock is ticking. February 27th is a drop-dead date, either a lockout or a strike. And uh, unless they have a negotiated settlement, Eddie's calling for at the table. I understand you've got another meeting with the conciliator, I guess, in about four days, three days? I believe, I believe uh, in speaking to my committee, um, I believe the conciliator is, is available and will be available for the first time in the next four days, yes. Are you optimistic a deal can be cobbled together at the table? That's the only place it's going to get done. I'm always optimistic, John. But what I'm not, what I'm not a fan of is you know the Brad Rosses and the Denzel Manning Wongs of the world going out there and spewing rhetoric. And you know, let the bargaining committees do their job. They are assigned to do a job. The city has assigned their bargaining committee to do a job. I have my bargaining committee that's there to do the job. Let them hammer out a deal. A deal can be reached, but it can only be reached at the table. Eddie, is there any thought again for garbage collection being privatized east of Young Street? Not to my knowledge, but you would have to ask the city that or not. I, I mean, you know, there was a um, there was there was a push in 2017 uh, to try to go east of Young, and then they um, ultimately decided to back off of that uh, based on one of our campaigns. There was a successful campaign we had. It was called our Kick to the Curb campaign, which we pushed back, and they decided that uh, you know there wasn't the time for it. Let me ask you about benefits because that's another sticking point. And uh, yep. there was a 
a story about, I don't know, a year and a half or so ago uh, where there had been abuses. And I guess it was because the city's auditor general came out with the report. You know, orthotics, uh, there were all kinds of invoices being written up. People were abusing that system. And so the city had to, I I guess, uh, go to a new benefits provider. Uh, You understood the city having concerns about people abusing the benefits system. Uh, 100%. And just to be clear, by their own records, John, that switch of, of, of going to a different provider, they saved $18 million on that just by switching from one provider to the other. But at the end of the day, all city employees, not just my members, all city employees are entitled to those benefits, including counselors. Mm. They have access to the same benefits. Now, if like anyone, if somebody is, ab- I won't call it abuse, but if somebody is committing fraud, then the city has the has provisions in place to go after those individuals, whether they be local 416, local 79, non-management staff, counselors, whoever. Here's one that popped out at me when we talk about benefits. Eddie, what's going on with the local there? I mean, uh, 420 grand last year for Viagra and similar drugs. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, once again, John, those are, di- those are discussions that should be had at the table. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to sit here and get into specifics about anything, but if you want, I, I can guarantee you this. Nothing's mm. going to change if the, if the city just sits out there and puts out this rhetoric. Come mm. to the table. Come with solutions. Don't look for conflict. I was going to say for four hundred and twenty grand for Viagra, I want to make sure if the guys are at the table, their hands are on the table. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> well said, John. Well said. All right. Well, we'll wait and see what happens between now and the 27th, and hopefully the conciliator can get things even moving a little swifter so we don't have any disruptions to the outside work in the city. Thanks for your time, we are Eddie. We all hoping for the same thing, John. Thanks for having me on. Much appreciated. Okay. Eddie Maricanda, president of QP Local 416. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.